0: Good evening, just on our way back from our evening sessions and one-to-one. Had a busy evening tonight, half five, fifteen, seven, 7, 7.45, then a one-to-one. Now here we are, and uh, in the one-to-one I had a chat with someone who, um, even Caroline, who um, had been told, who asked, they basically asked their like... Uh, healthcare professional GP evening Julia about um the Shake's diet like a few years back, a year ago or so. And they were told that it was dangerous, you know, they shouldn't do it, etc. And now they've been told, Oh, it's now free on the NHS, you've got to, you should you've got to do it. Evening Diana. And I've been asked, hey Dawn, I've been asked, hey Sue, I've been asked kind of what my thoughts are on this. Should they do it? Should they not? Like, is this a good thing? Is this just a fad? The research shows that it can put type 2 diabetes in remission. That's a fact. Hey Di, and that's a fact. And as much as the slow and steady approach works for people, it, the fast, hard approach also works for people. And I've worked with people who have put their type 2 diabetes in remission, using very low calorie diets. Um, and I'll go on to the pros of this now. So the pros of this low calorie diet, and what it seems to do is it's actually the low intake of calories, not necessarily the weight loss, because when you look at these studies where they put type 2 diabetes in remission, it wasn't that necess- the weight was really a vast range. So some people lost like 10 kilos really quickly, whereas other people, they actually only lost like a kilo, like a few pounds. So already there, you've got to consider. I'm not in a cave, by the way. I'm actually just in walking in the high street. It's a bit dark. Don't worry. I look like I'm in some prisoner or something. So uh, it, the research shows that, and, it, and it's promising. But it's not about necessarily the the fast weight loss necessary. Then in that case, it's more about the the harsh dropping calories. And yes, the weight loss does do something there like it's shown that you know losses in kilos however the person who I was speaking to before has actually lost two kilos in the last week which is four pounds but her blood sugar levels haven't moved yet but it's still in the right direction anyway that isn't doing the shake diet so the research shows that it can put type 2 diabetes in remission and if done properly and done in a way where you can kind of slowly wean off it so I'll describe how um, when I worked with someone through it, how we did it. So what they did is they went on it quite harsh, hard. They didn't actually use any shakes or soups. You know, like they obviously give you the sachets, that's shakes and soup. Shakes and soups, that's hard to say quick. They didn't actually use it. What they did is they just used food, but they were very careful about making sure they got the nutrients in. So they took a multivitamin tablet, they took fish oil. Um, they made sure that they got a lot of veg in. And my point in this is, it's not necessarily the fact they're eating shakes and soups, it's actually just because it's a very low calorie diet, which is the key thing. The reason they recommend shakes and soups is because it takes away lots of decisions, okay? For example, if you were just told that you're gonna have a soup for lunch and a shake for dinner, or a shake for lunch and a soup for dinner, or in today's go, go, go society, and world where you know we haven't got a lot of time sometimes and we're in a rush we've got this to do that to do it's one less decision you have to make and let's face it the more decisions we have the less willpower we have and the more likely we are to just grab anything on the go when it's structured you have no other choice you're more likely to stick to it so that's a real benefit of the shakes that's a real benefit of soups and actually that's why i often recommend and i've recommended this for years like people are really struggling, like using something like a protein shake can be really good. It's good for satiety, keeps you full for quite a long time. Similar, soups, lots of liquid. Another reason why they use soups and shakes is because they can control the vitamins and the minerals that you have. So they can make sure that even if you're eating 800 calories, you're still getting the nutrients you need. That's another benefit. Another benefit is quick and easy. Another benefit is it's actually quite cheap. However, going back to what I did with the, the person, what we did together, So they didn't want to use the shakes and soups, so they used just food. But the thing was, is they actually learned just what you can do with vegetables. So they were like, wow, I didn't realize you can make 800 calories look a lot. Um, Not a lot, but you know, more so than depends what you eat, like lots of nutrient dense foods. Now, how they weaned off it is they would start by doing one day a week where they would eat like a thousand calories. And this was really slow. Then they would do two days a week where they'd eat 1,000 calories. They kept pushing it until they were like, they'd reach a point. And every time they went on holiday, or every time they had social events coming up, they would maybe add in another lower day. So it got to a stage where, where he was doing like, oh, there's a couple. So they would do like one day lower, um, and then six days still low. So it's not like... You know, the five two diet gets taken out of proportion sometimes the research in the five two diet for example is that actually shows that people ate a low calorie diet for five days and then fasted for two days and it wasn't like oh sorry fasted for the two days and had a low calorie diet for five days it wasn't like they ate what they want and then had two fast days and it's important to put that into perspective so it wasn't like they just binged ate on the other days now That's where it can be quite beneficial, it gives people structure. The drawback, I guess here, is, and I'm a little bit worried about this, if I'm honest, and I guess coming from a background of eating disorder and working with people who, you know, a lot of the ladies come to me with, you know, history of like binge eating, comfort eating, and I see this a lot, and going into this straight into that can be a bit damaging to our relationship with food social events to what our kids are seeing at the same time now i guess my biggest worry is what happens after i hope there's support in place i hope that they've they'll be educated in terms of you know how to balance out just having soups and shakes and actually developing a positive relationship with food with it that's obviously a big big thing with it however at the same time you know Diabetes costs the NHS a lot of money in some aspects. It, it, it really affects people's health. It can impact someone's quality of life, increased risk of disease, etc. And the side effects aren't nice at all. And I guess with the current pandemic as well, can you argue with something that the research shows can, at least in at least in people who haven't had type 2 diabetes for that long, because that's what the research is in, it's like five years or less, at least in this population, seems to be able to put it in remission, which could which could dramatically change someone's life in terms of the medication they're on. Um, so it's a tricky one. There are benefits using it, but what if, what if it doesn't have to be good or bad? What if you could just use it as a tool in the toolbox? just like I use protein shakes as a tool in a toolbox. If I'm short on time or I actually want to um, lose a bit or shape up a bit, however you want to call it, then I could end up using a few shakes just to control my hunger a bit, a bit of convenience. Also, it just takes out my decisions, right? Instead of going, what do I have for lunch? Do I have that, bit of that? And I'll give you an example. When I've had a busy day like today, I actually had a shake for lunch breakfast and lunch today, and I don't normally do that, it actually just means I know what I'm having, and I can get, get on with a day, I'm super productive. When I'm with the kids, we eat together, and it's almost like we're eating together, and then I have a bit of that, then they leave a bit, I have a bit of that. Whereas if I know I'm having X, Y, and Z, it takes their decisions out. That's the pros and cons in there. So, I just wanted to touch on that, and just to say that it doesn't mean you have to have soups and shakes, it doesn't mean it's good or bad, it doesn't mean it's like bad or like you have to stick to it forever it's a tool in the toolbox and I guess it's important to just know what you're willing to do am I willing to try this at least try it to see if it will work for me or should I just make small changes and see if I can get some benefits that way because they both work they both work which is important to remember so I hope that helps just wanted to touch on that on my walk home Thank you for joining me on my walk home. If you found that helpful, do let me know. If you have any questions on it, do let me know. And it's I guess it's really interesting because when I used to deliver education programs for um in the NHS, like a, like a people get diagnosed with type 2 diabetes and they'd come on this program. People used to ask about that diet, and I used to know that the research was there that was promising. Yet yeah, technically according to the rules, I would have to say, ah, oh, um, you know, it's not, not gonna work. You know, it's it's not you can't really do anything with diabetes, it's progressive. But actually even thinking that in itself is destructive. Even thinking that you've got it forever, it's only gonna get worse, is destructive because you end up going, Oh, what's the point then? When actually just believing that there is something you can do in the power of nutrition, power of lifestyle, because this is the brilliant thing about it, it's made us made us aware that just how powerful exercise and nutrition is for our health, right? Crazy. People can literally regenerate the cells on their pancreas, which we thought wasn't possible for a low calorie diet. Quite impressive. Anyway, want wanted to touch on that. I hope that helps. Any questions, let me know and speak soon.